Beach House by R.P. Fitton. The beauty of the Chesapeake Bay, bordered by the Atlantic Ocean and the eastern shore of Maryland, Virginia, and Delaware, is unmatched for vacationers. The Chesapeake is a haven for summer residents from the inland areas. To summer on the Chesapeake is to find old friends swim, boat, and fish in the sparkling blue water expanse. Mary Ellen has brought her children to enjoy their time off from school while her husband Tony balances work with the summer fun. Mary Ellen brings her children on the boat to Sabins Island. Through the binoculars she is stunned to see the orange Mustang in her beach house driveway. Her husband Tony is alone painting the house and the car belongs to a 23-year-old provocative woman, Sue Lee. Kel, a retired police officer, is a trusted friend and listens to Mary Ellen's concerns about Sue Lee. Mary Ellen can clearly see the Mustang at the Beach House. I saw this Alfred Hitchcock production long before I wrote the Beach House book. Forecasts, low clouds, and coastal fog. Inga Stevens plays a newlywed left alone in a fog-bound beach house by her older husband who's away on a business trip in San Francisco. This beach guy's hanging around and a screenwriter, all who provide human contact, but she's basically alone. A Hispanic man, Sanchez, comes to the beach house asking for help. Inger Stevens, Karen, leaves him on his own, leading to unforeseen and deadly circumstances. Tony isn't answering the phone despite Mary Ellen's voicemails, and with Mary Ellen on the island with Kel and the kids, Tony is leaving for Seattle in two hours. Back at the house, Mary Ellen walks Eloise and stares at the paint-splatted ladder. She asks him, so, Tony, how was your afternoon? Then she confronts Tony about Sue Lee and he doesn't reply. Later, Tony claims that Sue Lee was returning software that he lent to her in the bar where she works. Kel alludes to the violent deaths of two men in the area. One man fell off a jetty and the other had a Corvette tumble off a ramp and kill him. Su Lee was seen with the other man in Willoughby's tavern the night before he died. Something isn't right with that woman, says Kel. I would cast an older James Garner as Kel. Mary Ellen thinks that she smells the perfume Night Sin inside the beach house. Then the slider glass breaks and someone crushes the outside gravel. Red taillights disappear up the road. Eloise is missing. The palm oil scent of night sin is prevalent in the outside shower. Later, she thinks she sees Sue Lee in the grocery store, but it's another woman. At home, there are signs that someone has been inside the house. Did Sue Lee have the keys to the beach house? How about Night Call from the Twilight Zone, written by the great Richard Matheson, who wrote Bid Time Return, which became Somewhere in Time? Eva Keen is an infirmed elderly woman getting phone calls from a moaning caller. The moan morphs into, where are you? And, I want to talk to you. The caller is an elusive acquaintance named Brian, whose residence is a few feet below ground in the local graveyard. Point being, trapped alone and helpless for whatever circumstance is terrifying. Perhaps this episode should be called Sorry Wrong Number. Kel confronts the sexy Sue Lee at the bar, Barnacle Bills, and is not immune from her charms. But as he leaves, he spots a dealer's logo on the Mustang, Cross Brothers Motors. Kel continues his investigation, hoping to score the big one. 
Mary Ellen spots numerous footprints in the sand. Was Sue Lee responsible for the deaths of two local married men? Perhaps Sue Lee had run up from the beach and scaled the second floor window of the beach house. And then comes a frightening message. She attempts to confront Sue Lee at the bar, but Sue Lee has taken a few days off. She drives up to Northgate Condos, Unit 42B, Sue Lee's condo. No one is there. Kel makes some calls. One of the widows, a Mrs. Trombley, said Trombley met Sue Lee at a bar, and Mrs. Trombley caught Sue Lee on the beach fooling around with her husband. And Trombley was a perfectionist and would have checked those ramps that caused the car to fall on her. Also, the other man who died was verified as spending time with Sue Lee in the Poconos. Mary Ellen freaks out when the neighbor back home calls and tells her an orange Mustang was in her driveway for 15 minutes. Cal is denied by the local police chief when he asks that the deaths of the two men to be labeled as murders. Tony returns to Binghamton Beach. He'll be spending the next two weeks at the beach with Mary Ellen and the family, which he does right away. A phone call from Sue Lee to Tony upsets the reconciliation with Mary Ellen. She confronts Sue Lee at the beach. He's mine, said Sue Lee. The next day, Tony is dead, having fallen from the ladder while painting the house. And this is where things get interesting as Kel tries to prove the crime and Sue Lee has not yet gotten her revenge. RPF.